So in our first reading today, we uh, hear the words from the prophet Isaiah. If you do away with the yoke, with the clenched fist, the wicked word, if you give your bread to the hungry and relief to the oppressed, your light will rise in the darkness and your shadows become like the noon. So your shadows, like the noon, that's when the sun is highest, so you'll be, your shadows will be very, very small, so your inadequacies will greatly shrink. Okay, but there's just this one line I want to hone in on this morning, if I may. Your light will rise in the darkness. So, the Lord sees the world. He sees uh, the mess that it's in, even in uh, Isaiah's time, uh, 8th century BC. And he sees how, how great the need is, even, even then, for, for light to enter the world, you know? And, of course, that situation didn't radically improve at any point in history. I mean, there's, there's always been a need for, for grace-filled people, for saints. There's always been a need for God. There's always been a need for grace. This, this, this hasn't changed. Uh, yeah, the, the, maybe there were moments when, when the world, I'm not sure if we can say the world as a whole was closer to God, but some could argue maybe that the world as a whole at the moment is a little further from God than it's ever been. Possibly, possibly. Either way, though, at every point throughout history, we have always needed God. We've always needed grace. We've always needed saints, people, light-filled people. And the interesting thing is, God trusts us. God trusts you and I to be those people, to be those light-bearers, you and I. And I was, I was thinking of this this morning. The f- immediate image that came into my head was Maxwell Smart. Not sure if uh, people of my vintage, maybe you might remember Maxwell Smart. Okay. Um, the parents at home know who I'm talking about because they would have watched the show Get Smart. It's a movie, by the way, as well, now. Get Smart? No. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a, 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 James, he's a James Bond type character, just he is completely inept, right? Um, he's completely awkward and uh, insufficient in practically every manner. So it's kind of, he often have those situations where the bad guy's right in front of him and he has this tranquilizer gun and he shoots the tranquilizer gun and he misses and it'll bounce off something and hit him and then as it hits him and he's fainting that's when the guy shoots his laser beam and it misses that sort of it's that kind of a that kind of a thing and that's how in a way I'm almost I see us you know when God trusts us <laughs> and we're just so inept my goodness like we're so short of the mark uh, we're so fragile and so we were just learning about scripture there during the week as well. And you're looking at the various kings. We're doing Samuel at the moment. So you're looking at Saul, starts okay, ends a mess. <laughs> Look at David, very, very promising, commits murder. Uh, Solomon, uh, very wise and capable and so on and so forth, ends up completely falling into idolatry. Uh, you look at the judges, absolute chaos before them. Like, just so often, so often, God trusts us, right? And he places these treasures of our, of our faith in our hands, inept as we are. So there's, there absolutely must be within us a recognition of, of what we have been given and of the importance of my yes, and at the same time, the absolute necessity for grace. So, again, it, it, it's like so many things in our faith. It's not all God, or definitely not all me. It's, it's God and us. 
working together. So he needs your yes, he needs your collaboration, he needs you to say, I'm, I'm willing to actually, yes, do something, I'm willing to act, whether that be, you know, everything from entering a contemplative religious community where you spend all, a day, all of your day in prayer, to missionary activity, to parenthood, to politicians, bricklayers, whatever, whatever it be. That where, wherever I am, I give my yes to God and I allow him to use me where I am, even though, even though I'm imperfect. You know? And that way in the end, when we find ourselves before God, we'll never be able to say, Lord, I was pretty amazing there, wasn't I? You know, I really knocked it out of the park. We will always know for all eternity that any good I did, I did through his grace. Now, yes, my yes was necessary. My, my collaboration was necessary. But it's, it's all him. So it's this interesting balance that we have to always maintain. And as soon as you get the, the balance wrong, everything goes haywire. As soon as you start to rely too much on yourself because, you know, you, you rely on God for a bit and then you, start, you get successful. So cool, I can, I can do this. I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> all right? And a little by little, you just don't really need God anymore. And that's when lots of people like, Oh, that's when it'll all fall apart, you know, and it can, we're all susceptible to it, you know. So, but, and yet, and yet, and yet, the Lord continues to trust you, to trust you and to call you back. He's like this, this dad on the sideline, you know, who sees his uh, 10-year-old son playing football out on the pitch and he's roaring, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. Man, it's coming in your left. Watch your back, watch your back, watch your back. In comes the ball and knock it down and do your little thing. And you get, you know, you get floored by a full back or something. And he's like, no bother. Next time, up you get, up you get. All right. And like, you know, he's only 10 years of age. Like, he's never going to be, you know, look at him. <laughs> I mean, he's only a kid, like. But, but his father's there trusting him, you know what I mean? And egging him on and supporting him. And you can do this. And this is like, this is what, maybe this maybe it's just me, but that's what I heard in, in today's reading, you know? If we do away with all these sinful things, you know, loading people with a yoke, loading people with, uh, <laughs> with our negativity, with violence, the clenched fist, the wicked word. If you give your bread to the hungry and relief to the oppressed, your light will shine in the darkness. Your light will shine in the darkness. And how dark is the world at the moment. How in need is it of light, of hope, of joy, of grace? And so then when we hear it clarified a little further than in our gospel, it is not those who are well who need the doctor, but the sick. I've come not to call the virtuous, because they're already okay. They're hopefully already working with me. That's how they got virtue in the first place. But I've come to call sinners. You. And me. So... The Lord doesn't give up on us. He trusts us. He trusts you with the greatest and most important treasures of heaven. He trusts you to receive the Eucharist. He trusts you with his word. He trusts us to bring life into the world, like that, that, that gift of our sexuality, to be able to bring life into the world. He trusts us to use that gift well. He trusts us with intelligence that we can use it for the good of others. He trusts us with free will that using it, we can choose him. Uh, that the trust he places in, uh, in us is absolutely incredible. He trusts us so much that we have sufficient freedom to say, Lord, I don't want you. An astounding reality. 
So we ask today for uh, a renewed understanding of our vocation, of our calling, in whatever way, shape or form it, 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 it's taking place. That God trusts me. He trusts me. And that if I'm going to do what he's asking me to do, I must do so with him. One hand holding on to him, the other hand picking strawberries. So we ask the good Lord to guide us always. Amen.